Peace, love, and light, family. What a beautiful day it is in Los Angeles, California. I'm happy to bring another segment of the Comedic Science Channel, the Netaru and You, to you today. Uh, in the last podcast, I said that I would offer some information connecting the scriptures of the ancient Egyptian text to the King James Version Bible. However, um, I'm in a place at this time that I do not have that particular notebook that I wrote those particular scriptures down uh, so that I can give them to you verbatim. So I will be unable to give you that today. But however, I have been inspired by Spirit today to give you some information on uh, the visualization practice that I used when I first connected to the Netaru. Um, when I first started studying the ancient Kemetic text, um, I was right in the beginning of starting my, uh, what would you call, what would they call it, um, indie artist career. Um, I created three CDs with uh, my friend and brother Tracy Marlowe of, uh, I think it's Marlowe Music or T. Marlowe Productions, you can Google that listen to some of his music. Um, when I started working with him, we had finished three CDs and the fourth CD ended up being Heteru Experience, which is the last CD that I completed with him. And um, that was the CD that was based on the ancient Egyptian spiritual science that I had studied. And um, it was so powerful that um, I was being commenced by the connecting spiritual beings or angelic forces or governing powers or um, entities of higher vibration and love and light and universal oneness to bring forth this knowledge. Um, The first thing that they told me was that they wanted me to give this information to African Americans in particular because uh, in the King James Version, the language is in a format that has been translated. That's why it's called the King James Version. And uh, African-Americans have had difficulty seeing themselves in the Bible uh, because of the visual artistic constructions that don't reflect the true image of the master and who the master was and what race the master was. And of course, you know, that's not why I'm here to create a debate on that. I'm here to discuss the faculties of God consciousness, which was the purpose of the creator coming here and all of the other masters that came here, like Gandhi, and um, my mind is kind of at a standstill right now. Um, He's in my mind, but I can't, okay, Mandela. Um, um, What is his name, Wayne Dyer? Um, There are a lot of uh, different, uh, Marcus Garvey, um, and I know these are complete opposite polarities. But there is a there is a underlying current of merging, merging opposites, merging the polarities, as I discussed in the correlations of the past podcast. There is a necessity, a universal necessity to reconcile differences in so many different sectors of life, um, areas of life and um I know that it will not be possible in totality, but where it can be done, it needs to be done. Um, I don't want to get off into another um, subject. I'm going to go uh, back to what I intended in the beginning, 
which was to discuss the visual practice that I used when I first connected to the Neturu. Um, honestly, I'm going to tell you guys a secret. And I kind of think I've become like a crazy genius in a sense. <laughs> uh, something happened when I connected to this wisdom and uh, my mind is so expansive and so opposite of what I actually experience in life. Um, it, it becomes very difficult for me to uh, move in and out of the animal and the higher consciousness, the Neturu. Um, I, I struggle with that. Just because I have the knowledge doesn't mean that I've mastered it. I can step into the mastery at times, but I am not, you know, a walking uh, Dalai Lama. <laughs> you know, that's that's not that's not who I am. I'm a person that has come through struggles as many have, and I'm sharing my experiences and my journey to the path of spiritual evolution and how, when you end up in these situations where emotions get such a strong hold on you that there is a process that you can use within your mind should you know this knowledge and should you have a connection with the governing powers of this universe they will connect with you and as I said before in the other podcast some call them Neturu, some call them Orisha some call them angels but there are governing powers and divine beings that control things that we cannot see and they will assist you if you can mentally consciously connect to them and so that's why i wanted to discuss with you my process of connecting with these powers within the mind and how that process works okay so what i want you to do is i want you to find a chair or a comfortable place to sit whether it's on the floor uh, make sure it's a quiet place and i want you to take some deep breaths in through your nose and out through your mouth. I want you to repeat it again in through the nose. Fill the lungs up and exhale through the mouth. And we'll take one last breath in through the nose and out through the mouth. I'd like for you to close your eyes now and just relax and breathe naturally. I want you to keep your eyes closed. The first thing I want you to visualize is the entire universe. Any picture that you have seen, any images you've seen from NASA or Google, I just want you to picture the universe. Now I want you to picture yourself standing in the universe as your God self. I want you to see yourself clothed in white, illuminated by white light with a rainbow spec a spectrum of different colored lights expanding from your aura. See yourself as a larger being than you are now in your spirit form, standing in the universe in, in complete suspended animation, standing in the universe without a ground. Yes, standing in the universe. I want, to, I want you to see yourself standing in the universe. Now, as you are standing there and you are in your white robe and you are illuminated with light, I want you to see the planets. I want you to see the planets standing before you, sitting before you, all nine spheres 
standing or sitting in front of you the nine planets that govern the physical world which are in a line in a straight horizontal line I want you to see them as if they're facing you the first planet I want you to see which will be on your left and this will go from the left to the right will be Uranus Uranus will be on the left Uranus will be representing the energy of Amen. Amen. Eternal peace, immovable peace, oneness, the true God self. Nothing can harm you. All knowledge is yours. You are in complete balance with all. You are love. The next planet I would like for you to see would be Uranus again. Because Amen is the energy that the master or the one that has mastered both the spiritual and the physical world. That is the planetary energy that rules the mind of the master of the self, whether female or male. So the, we'll revert back. Your eyes are still closed. You're standing in the universe in your white robe or white clothing. You're illuminated by light. Light is surrounding your entire being. You're at peace and you are one with the universe. That would be Amen. So. I'm reverting back because Amen is the subjective, meaning the basically the womb of all creation, the Divine Mother. You're standing in the womb of the Divine Mother, the universe. That is Amen. That is the first sphere that will be the totality of everything that's manifested. But I needed an object for you to connect to. So you see Uranus on the left. It is a blue planet from what I see and if it isn't you can email me at my email thenetaruinu at gmail.com and correct me if I'm wrong next to that planet again is going to be Osir or the master the master energy the energy of the one who masters the selves the animal self and the higher self and all of the faculties within so you're going to see Uranus twice because I'm giving you an object. Something to connect your mind to. The next image you are going to see would be Saturn. This would represent... I'm sorry. Revert back. The next image you're going to see is Jupiter. So you're going to see from the left to the right. Uranus, Uranus, Jupiter. Jupiter is representing the energy of divine wisdom. And Jupiter is standing before you along with the other planets. The next planet you are going to see is Saturn. Saturn is standing before you. This is the fourth planet to the left. Standing before you. With its white body and its outer rings, whatever colors they may be. The next planet you are going to see... I'm sorry. Uh, it's, I'm sorry. Saturn is going to represent... Your power to speak things into existence. Saturn is standing before you. 
the next image you are going to see is going to be Neptune. Neptune is going to represent the divine law. From what I remember, it is also a blue planet. See Neptune standing before you now. This represents the divine law, Ma'at. The next planet you are going to see will be the fifth planet. That will be Mars. Mars represents karma. Mars is standing before you now. The next planet will be Heru, or the sun, or the Christ, or the master. The energy of life, the sun. The S-U-N and the S-O-N. If you want to see the Christ and you believe in the Christ, that's fine. If you choose to look at him in the form of a sun, meaning the light and life of the world that gives this planet energy and that is the center of this universe, that is fine also. The sun is standing in the middle, the Christ energy. Next, you will see Venus next to the Christ energy of the sun, which will be a darker version of the sun, and that is Venus. That is an orangish color. That will be the planet of love. You are love. Venus is standing before you now. See Venus standing before you now. The next planet that you will see will be Mercury. Mercury represents intelligence, the assembler of the parts of the whole, the faculty that allows you to understand things, overstand things, understand things, upperstand things, and downerstand things. That means as above, so below. You, be, you understand the universal laws. You understand the operations and how you function with them within your physical being, mind and body, and also spirit, intelligence. See Mercury representing intelligence in front of you now. The next planet you will see will be the moon. The moon represents the divine mother energy, also reflective of the ocean or the waters of Nut or Mut or Mut Nechit, the divine mother. Water represents the feminine. That is why when women give birth, they have the baby in an amniotic sack of water. Water is an element of the mother energy, the divine mother. See the divine mother energy representing the moon, the feminine faculty of ebbing and flowing, of passivity of change, of mutability, and the strength to change standing in front of you now. The very last planet you will be looking at is the planet that represents your earth body. That is the planet Earth. See Earth, Mother Gaia, Geb, as in the ancient comedic, standing before you now. Okay, the planets are beaming energy towards you. You are receiving nine energies of light and they are projecting their energies into your chakras, starting from your earth star chakra, your third eye chakra, which would be your pineal gland, your throat chakra, which is your ability to speak things into existence. Your heart chakra, your ability to abide by and love the divine laws of God. The hidden heart chamber, which is the karma 
that comes from what you love, which is Mars, Herakuti. Beaming from your, your heart, your physical heart. The sun, the Christ energy, is now placing energy of yellow light into your solar plexus, which is the will, the divine will, the strength to overcome all earthly obstacles. Heteru Venus, creative power, the imagine, imaginary faculty of creation, your ability to create through thoughts, emotions, and desire and joy. She is sending her energy of love to you now. And now the mother is sending you her light through the moon, pure white light, revealing all hidden knowledge, Akashic records, and old ancestral wisdom. She's sending that wisdom and energy and power to change to you now. The last planet Earth is sending you energy to your root chakra, which is at the base of your growing area of red passion to live your life to the fullest. Mother Earth or Gaia or Geb is sending that energy to you now. Your energies are lit up, locked in, and expanding. They're all sending the energy to you at the same time. And now the energies are coming outside of your body and circling from the top of your crown and going on the outside of your body like a butterfly and entering back down through the root chakra and is continuously circulating through your body in circles. Feel that energy now. In your heart, thank them for their energy and their love and bow before them. Now kneel down on your knee and bow before the universal energy of the life of Christ, the spirit of life, the sun. Honor the spirit of life who came as the form of light and then came in the earth as a man and walked in divine law. Now bow before the Christ and thank him in your heart. And I say him because it is a yang energy of force and will. It's determination. That is a masculine energy. So whether you choose to see the Christ as an energy or a person, I'm not sure how much that concerns the Godhead, but honor the master's energy now by bowing within your spirit, man, in your mind. Okay. And now as you lift up, they release their energies. They are pulling their bitter energies back into themselves. And one by one, each of the planetary powers or governing powers of the consciousness or faculties of God or the Christ mind, they are coming before you one by one. Uranus is coming before you, expanding in a large blue sphere and blessing you and returning back to its place. And the second image of Uranus comes again, expands, blesses you and returns back to its place. Jupiter comes before you, expands, 
blesses you and sends its energy and goes back to its place. Saturn comes before you, expands, blesses you, and goes back to its place. Neptune comes before you, expands its energy, sends you healing and love, and goes back to its place. Mars comes before you, sending you power and strength and the ability to make right decisions and right action and right thought and returns back to its place. The master comes before you, blesses you, and touches the top of your crown, blesses you, and returns back to his, his space. Venus comes before you, blesses you, and goes back to her space. Mercury comes before you, blesses you with divine intelligence and sends its energy back and goes, I'm sorry, Mercury sends its energy into you, blesses you and goes back to its space. You are filled with divine intelligence and know to go to divine wisdom should you lose your way. The Divine Mother approaches you and expands her energy in pure white light of motherly love, wraps her energy of white light around you as if she's hugging you and tells you everything is going to be okay and that she loves you and goes back to her space. Earth comes before you and empowers your body and fills you with light and strength. Strengthening your will and your root chakra and your entire physical body. You feel empowered, divine, and angelic. And returns back to her space. They all bow before you and you bow before them. They disappear. You are standing as you were before they showed up, before they came. You stand and you lift your hands and you say thank you to the divine. And you make an agreement to do something and that's between you and them. Cosmic hands lift you up and lie you on your back and you are placed on a crystal bed and you fall asleep and wake up. And now you're here in the earth realm, sitting where you are, open your eyes. Well, I feel wonderful. I hope you do too. This is um, an expanded version of what I would do when I want to connect with the Neturu. The visualization is very powerful, but it's even more powerful when you understand which planet represents which faculty. And it also helps when you see them as a being or a deity, a governing power, an intelligent persona, expression of God in another form that is not human. This is how I connected with beings that allowed me to come through things that were practically impossible 
So um, I survived a lot of things. I'll talk about those things another day. Um, and uh, then you'll kind of understand why I believe that I'm a miracle. Um, but yeah, I hope that you enjoyed this uh, visualization. And I really hope that uh, you will be able to use it as much as you would like. Uh, please go back to this particular podcast whenever you'd like to do the visualization. Um, I suggest that if you would like to make it very sacred, you can light a candle, take a, a good bath, uh, get some Florida water, and put Florida water in your bath, get your get crystals. Um, a very good crystal for cleansing the aura and energy is uh, Silonite. It's a pure white stone, very powerful. You can buy it on uh, um, Google. I'm sorry, but Google. You can buy it on Amazon. You can find it anywhere. Google any stone you'd like. Um, I'm not really that um, versed on stones. However, I do keep them. Um, they are a part of our body. Our body is made up of the periodic table of elements. And so we are one with everything in the earth. And so there are elements within the different manifestations of earth that help us to balance out our energies. So yes, I do recommend that you buy crystals. If you don't have any, start with selenite. Um, okay. So this will close this particular segment of the Netaru and you, the comedic science channel. Uh, and this was a visualization of the mental connection with the governing powers of the Netaru within your consciousness to receive power, to connect yourself to your higher self and to connect your energies to the divine faculties of the Netaru or the divine characteristics or conscious powers of God's nature within your mind and within every part of you so that it can flow through every part of your being. Okay. I hope you enjoyed it. And I hope you do know that you are a light dwelling within the light of Netter, God, nature, the spirit of life, God, the manifestation of positive and pol uh, negative polarities of life, father, mother, uniting into the energy of life which is the Christ and that's what that scripture meant when it said if you abide in me and I abide in you you ask what you will and you will have that which you ask this practice is contingent upon you being able to stay in this energy as much as possible and although I have this knowledge I have had extreme trouble maintaining this energy and so manifesting is foundational regarding your power to stay in this state of mind that you are in now, connected to the Netaru, knowing who you are, what you are, why you're here, how you're supposed to operate, when you're supposed to operate that way, which is really all the time. I mean, you can't do it all the time, you know, literally because we're in both realms, but as much as possible so that you can create the life that you would like to have and we can create the world we want to have. Okay, so I will close this segment of the Netaru and you, and I wish you all peace, love, life, guidance, abundance, strength, wisdom, and divine character. Okay, until next time, take care. Peace, love, and light family. 
Thank you for sharing your time with me for another segment of the Comedic Science Channel, the Netaru in you, the faculties of God's consciousness within your mind and spirit, hopefully operating within the divine law so that you can use your body to create the life that you desire. In this segment, I'm going to discuss the planet and the faculty in layman's terms or English terms so that when you get a chance to do the visualization that is in this particular segment of the podcast, that you will be able to mentally correlate and connect to these faculties with a knowing consciously aware um, not just doing it randomly I want to give you as many tools as I can to help you to connect your mind your thinking processes your understanding your overstanding your understanding to this knowledge and the wisdom that will be the channel that will allow the frequency of what you're emitting to the universe to be received so that what you desire can be given to you. Okay? So I'm going to try to keep it as simple as I can. I'm, I'm doing my best, uh, Netaru family, to simplify this information as much as I can. Um, like I said in a previous segment, um, I feel like a creative genius, but I'm kind of cuckoo. <laughs> I'm a crazy genius, okay? And so my mind is just always, you know, when it comes to these divine thinking processes, it's just so expanded. I'm trying to keep it in a form that is digestible, understandable for you. So let's uh, discuss the basics regarding planets and the faculty or the mental area or mental construct a construct of what that is okay I'm gonna keep this as simple as I can so again as I said when you return to the visualization you will be able to understand which planet correlates with that faculty energy etc okay this is all mind work everyone please understand this science is all within the mind this is what you want to do with your eyes closed. This is not something you're doing to project in the world. This is something you do alone, by yourself, at home, in your bath, in your wherever you have some type of, you know, place of quiet and solitude where you can meditate and be alone with God within yourself. That's, that's what this is for. This is not an external display of mental power or wisdom. This is something personal. Okay? And that's why this knowledge is so powerful because it is a very intimate Communicative process that you have with the creator using the creator's faculties of mind of divine mind and the realms of the creator's mind which we were allowed to have to connect with the divine spirit of our creator through these faculties through these angelic powers through these beings that are the messengers uh, message senders message givers 
um, energy receivers, you know, translators that communicate in the realm that we do not see, that get the messages, the prayers that we desire, the, the things we want. Whether they're good or bad, they send these messages through the mind. That's what this is all about, the mind family. Okay, so let's close our eyes again and get back into the mind. When you listen to this podcast, I would like for you to keep your eyes closed. This is an inner work, not an outer work. Okay, so I'm going to take a deep breath myself and um, let's get started. So as I said before, uh, in the beginning of this particular segment of the visualizations to connect to the Neturu in your mind, you need to keep your eyes closed first. And I said, as I said before, see yourself in the universe. And I'm going to simplify the planets once again. Okay. The planet Uranus represents the, the energy of the all. Uranus is the higher octave of the mastery energy. So it's basically your complete God self, Christ itself, higher self. Okay. You are one. You mastery of self without the body. The divine form of yourself. That's what I want you to visualize and understand when you, when I talk about Uranus, I want you to understand that is this untainted, non-physical, subjective, higher self of yourself that is one with God, one with the all, sees all, knows all, is one with all. You are everything and everything is you. That's a song, an old school song. <laughs> anyway, sorry, you guys, that happens sometimes. Okay. The all represents Uranus. When I say Uranus, when I say that Uranus is on your left, I'm referring to you are one with everything. You are God's child, God's little, little itself, the little me, the mini me. You're the mini God. You're the little self. A smaller version of God. You are a little God. Okay? That's what I want you to see. When I say Amen, that's what I mean. Amen equals Uranus. Equals oneness with all. Immovable, immovable peace. Uranus. Oneness with God. Immovable peace. One more time. Uranus equals oneness with God. Immovable peace. Again. Uranus also represents the mastery in the physical world. The same thing. Oneness with God. Immovable peace and mastery in the physical realm. Because you use that divine energy of the God mind of mastery of both realms in the physical world. That is Uranus also. Next, you are going to see... Jupiter, Jupiter, the largest planet in our universe, moving faster than any of the other planets, representing divine wisdom. When you, I say Jupiter in the visualization, understand Jupiter represents divine wisdom. Not Sarah around the corner, not Michael across the street, no. God's divine wisdom. Jupiter, 
equals divine wisdom. All knowledge is accessible to you when you are in oneness with Jupiter's energy of the divine conscious faculty of the creator's mind of divine divine wisdom. It's all accessible to you. You are one with Jupiter. Okay. When I say Saturn, I am referring to the, the power to speak. In the beginning was the word. The word was God. The word was with God. And the word came down and dwelt among men and became flesh. So that's like the infants. That would be the zygote energy of the Christ. Saturn. Before Christ was formed into a physical being. If you don't believe that Christ was formed into a physical being, then think of this energy as the atomic energy of light. Before light became rays. Okay. Light and sound and word are synonymous. Okay. So when you see Saturn in your mind, individualization, I want you to think of light, which is illumination. When you speak and you talk and you share and you express, you shed light, which I am attempting to do at this very moment. Illumination, awareness. Words create expansion in the mind. It creates understanding, which is power. Wisdom is power. Okay? So you use Seker, you use the word, you use the power of Saturn, or the faculty of the divine word to speak, to express through sound, persona, person, so that wisdom, Tehuti, the power of Jupiter, can be expanded. The mind, the divine wisdom. Yes? Ashe. Okay. That is the energy of Saturn. Saturn equals the power to speak things into existence. In Genesis chapter 1, God says, In the beginning... This is according to the King James Version. I read several different holy books. In the beginning, God created heaven and earth. Okay? That one sentence, that's what I'm talking about right now. God created heaven and earth. That's what we're talking about. Heaven and earth. The spiritual and the physical body. That's what this Netzeru in you, Comedic Science Channel, is all about. That first sentence in the Bible. That is not explained. That's why I'm here. Short sentence comprising an unlimited amount of knowledge that I don't think will ever be found, not in, this, not in totality. Okay? In the beginning, God created heaven and earth. Earth was without form. Void and darkness was upon the face of the deep, meaning there was not understanding, there was no organization, there was nothing manifested yet. Void and darkness, meaning no order, was upon the face of the deep. This is the water of the mother. This is the mother. That means there was nothing that there was no seed put in her womb. The womb of the universe had yet to make the planets. The planets had not become yet. They came before us. The planets came before us. They were here first. And he said, Then God said, 
He just talked about and described in the beginning of Genesis what the environment was like. There was void and darkness upon the face of the deep. And then God said, he spoke. That was the first thing he did was spoke. And so this power of Sikher or the divine word or expressing through speech, through sound, persona, through sound is how everything was created. So this power of speaking is more powerful than we can even understand. There is so much more in words than just the way it sounds or the language it's said in. It's the intention and the understanding of it and the projection of the intention behind the person who's speaking that word. That's a science within itself, just the science of words, you know, beyond etymology, okay? The intention connected to the mind, Sekher, Saturn, the word. When I speak of Saturn, I'm speaking of the power we have, the power that is brought forth when we speak, Saturn. When you're in the visualization, understand that is the energy of Saturn, your power to manifest through the spoken word. Okay, and when you see the next planet, which will be Mars, I'm sorry, which will be Neptune. Neptune, which is, I, I believe is a blue planet. And when you get a chance, I want you to research all these planets. And, and if you can, print them out, because that's what I have. I have printed pictures of all the planets around me. I connected them also that way. Um, you want to... Remember that when you see Neptune, you are referring to the divine law. And that color blue represents balance and peace. It Does it not? Okay. So when you see Neptune, that is synonymous with Ma'at or the divine law. So when you are doing your visualization and you're seeing Neptune, understand Neptune represents the divine law and balance. Okay. And these are the energies that are going to support you. And you have to request that support within your consciousness, within your heart, within your intention. With humility and love and thankfulness and gratitude. Okay. So Neptune reflects the faculty of divine law. The next... I'm sorry, Neptune, yeah, Neptune represents the faculty of divine law. The next would be Mars, and that's karma. Karma represents reaping what you sow. There's another scripture, uh, like I said in the prior podcast, podcast, I did not bring my notebook, uh, that I spent an entire day um, looking up scriptures from downloads I was getting in my mind, in my, in my consciousness. They were just giving me so much wisdom to connect it to the King James Version Bible, so that you can see the correlation and understand this knowledge can be applied to your life today. Um, Mars represents karma. It's basically sowing and reaping. The planet is red, and so it's it's a, either a passion of, it, it represents a passion of either receiving good or bad. And it has a lot to do with um, action and emotion and intention. We will reap what we sow. So when you see Mars, understand that you are dealing with this element of karma. And the reason why I say you humble yourself is because karma is an 
it's it's an immutable law and, and we want to be able to stay balanced and create good karma for ourselves so we need that wisdom of jupiter we need that wisdom of jupiter to help us to create good karma yes we need divine wisdom to create good karma so when you see mars understand you are dealing with the energy of karma and you want to ask intentionally in your heart to help to, to get help with right action thought deed and intention so that you can create good karma for yourself and for your children and the next one would be the master okay my personal opinion the one that walked the earth that embodied that was the first light and the first energy created from the godhead the negative and positive polarities of all life the creator feminine masculine God who's both feminine and masculine the one who is unknowing that we will never be able to mystery who controls all okay the central unit of all expression of anything that is I believe that Christ was the first light in the beginning God created heaven and earth earth was without form form of void and darkness was upon the face of the deep and the spirit of God hovered over the waters and said let there be light and so that's why they say in the beginning was the word the word was God the word was with God because God said let there be light and that light came out of God see so that's the energy of the Christ light the first energy the first ray of light illumination okay and that that is uh, the Christ light in the first form in that first book of Genesis that is the sun that's what I believe the sun was the first thing made that's my personal opinion I believe the sun was the first planet made because it is the Christ in my personal opinion who was formed into a physical man and walked the laws so that we can have an example and know it can be done okay and may the master be blessed by this work that I'm doing amen I say may the Godhead be blessed by this podcast and whoever may get information that helps their life amen I say the Godhead father mother God and the master okay so the next planet would be Venus Venus is the expression of love and this is uh, also beauty and pleasure and it is also sexual uh, pleasure as well this is the part of our physical life that is a two-sided coin it can actually bless you if you use it properly it's also the also the imagination it's the thought it's desire it starts in the mind it also starts in the sexual region so these energies that we feel within our mind of passion whether it's of a good nature or a bad nature of good intention or bad intention or even sexual energy this these are energies of Venus and so that is an energy that has to be mastered that many people are gonna have problems with especially in the world we live in today but we'll get into that later one uh, one of these days if life lasts I'm going to do a video uh, focusing on each netter alone and we will talk about that at another time and so I will go through the last uh, four planets the next one would be um, the next one be after Venus would be Mercury Mercury represent intelligence intelligence basically is the label of labeler of the parts 
That's what I'm using right now. I'm using the planets as a reference point for you to do a visualization so that you can connect mentally to these governing powers of the mind that work as angels or governing or, or, or assistances of the mind that help you to elevate your consciousness to the God level. Okay. When you see Mercury in the visualization, understand that is you honoring the power of intelligence and you will basically intention, uh, use the intention of, I would like to receive uh, proper balance and execution of, of, of intelligence. Okay, you're going to do that in the visualization. The next one will be the moon. The moon represents the mother. That represents the ocean. You see how expansive the ocean is? You don't know what's in there. They talk about the Loch Ness Monster and there's, you know, the, how the two, both waters separate. You have the salt water and the fresh water and they, they turn at a certain area in, within the current of, of, of certain parts of the oceans, you know, the different oceans we have. And the creator has made it where these salt water and fresh water currents turn away from each other. Now, if that's not power and enough for you to believe in the creator, then I don't know what else is. Okay. That is the energy of the mother. That's that hidden knowledge, that Akashic knowledge. This is that sacred, ancient mystery school knowledge, like the knowledge I'm receiving. Okay. Um, I'm just one person getting a download to help evolve this world. You know, I'm sure there are many other people that are being used by the, by the creator to help evolve the consciousness of humanity. Okay. And the last fear would be, and so that's the hidden. When I talk about the mother energy, that is the ability to transform. That is the ability to be passive. That is the ability to forgive. That is the ability to release. That is the ability to give birth. That is the ability to um, be soft and not hard. That is the ability to forgive. That is the ability to change. That is the ability to master and bring forth into the earth realm what you desire. That is the energy of the mother giving birth and also connecting with the mysteries of life. The last fear earth would be Geb or Gaia. Some call mother earth Gaia. Geb, I'm not sure if that would be a male or female energy in the ancient Kemetic, but Geb is considered the earth body. As I said before, we are one with the mother earth. Our bodies are made of the periodic table of elements. We need the food that comes out of the earth because that is what feeds our bodies. And so we want to bless the earth and we want to bless our bodies because they are one and the same. And so when you see the earth in your visualization, you want to bless the mother earth because she is the totality and she is the uh, ingredient, so to speak, that that, you know, our, our body. We are comprised of the elements within the earth. So you want to bless your body and bless this planetary body of the mother earth. OK, and so this is a basic rundown of how to understand the planetary energies or the conscious faculties of the creator when you're doing the visualization. So you may need to get a pen and a pad out and write these things down. When you're doing the visualization, you need to practice remembering which planet represents which faculty. If you don't know which planet represents which faculty, this is not going to help you because they're not going to operate with confusion. This is why I told you before, you need to see them as beings, as people. You wouldn't meet a person and then forget their name. If a guy's name is Leonard, you wouldn't call him Sam. You understand what I'm saying? This is what I'm saying. So understand they are being there. They are persons, meaning persona through sound, per through sona sound. 
They are persons in another form, not human form, but they are intelligent and they are powerful and they can help you. Like I said, some call them Orisha, some call them Netters, some call them angel, but angels, but they're real. They are real. Okay? Perfection does not beat intelligence. I'm going to say it again. Perfection, trying to be perfect, does not beat intelligence. I'm going to tell you something. I personally believe that the Creator is pleased by more than sacrifices and, and, and love or being emotional. Wisdom. You want to impress the Creator? Become wise. In Proverbs, it says wisdom is the principal thing. That means that's the foundation. So I do hope and pray that this wisdom and this knowledge that they have given me to impart to you will help you on your journey. I pray that it gets in you like Prego. <laughs> I pray that you will learn them and you will learn to connect with them in your mind, in your heart. And you will start working with them and that they will help you to live a fruitful life and evolve your soul and get you ready for the transfer. Because we all have to transfer. It's inevitable. We will leave this earth realm and this earth body. And we have to learn to come into balance with both realms before we leave. So I bless your ka from my ka. And I wish you complete and total abundance in the higher realms and even in the earth realm. And I do pray that this knowledge will help you to manifest all your dreams and desires while you're here in this incarnation. Okay. So that'll be all for now. And I do pray that you will understand that the Netaru are powerful beings, conscious, intelligent personas, persons, that can help you that are not in a physical form. I hope you can get that concept. I hope you understand that concept. And I hope you are open to it. Because they can really help you. And they are wonderful and beautiful, awesome beings. They are, they're like family members to me. But, uh, yeah, I kind of run away a lot. <laughs> I'm a runaway. I can't run away, but... Uh, they're very powerful and I can't always handle their energies. So take your time with this knowledge, but please write it down. And if you're really, really serious about learning this knowledge, I would like for you to order this book. Go to Google and type in Ra'u Nefer Amen. That's R-A. The next word would be U-N. The next word would be N-E-F-R. And the next word would be A-M-E-N. This is an author of a book called Metu Netter, Volume 1, M-E-T-U. The next word would be N-E-T-R, Volume 1, V-O-L dot 1. Read that book and go to the chapter that says Matutu. And this will give you a general basic understanding of this knowledge. And if you learn it and study it, I promise you, it might not make you rich in the physical world, but I will tell you one thing. It will make you very rich in spirit and in wisdom. And you will become a master of at least seeing and knowing what's around you, as I am. So this concludes this segment of the Comedic Science Channel, The Netaru and You. I thank you for joining me on this podcast, and I wish you a blessed evening. I look forward to speaking with you soon. Take care, and God bless.
love and light family okay i'm returning to give you a little more information on the correlates of the planets the netaru and the chakras and the colors of those chakras so in the prior segment i gave you some information that i used um, as a visualization technique for me to consciously connect to the governing powers or the Netaru or the faculties of God that are ruled by angelic forces. Now I'm going to talk to you about the colors and in layman's terms what that particular uh, aspect or faculty of the planet is so we can get a a basic understanding together of how the visualization technique works and how this process of connecting with the divine faculties of God's nature within you, how this happens. And there are many different methods, but visualization is one of the most powerful. So I will start with uh, the normal process um, or the normal outline of the Netaru, which is zero through 10. However, there are only seven chakras that um, are the basics. There, there, I was actually, I've studied a few other, um, I guess you could say, um, resources where there are other chakras that are a part of the ascension process for the planet and for those that are already um, the way shores. But generally speaking, there are seven basic chakras and they have colors that correlate with them along with the divine faculty of divine consciousness and also a planet. So let's begin. Sphere zero, amen, that would be chakra uh, the earth, earth star chakra, okay? Sphere zero will be the earth star chakra. And that is above the crown of the head. And it correlates with the universe in totality. Okay, so sphere zero above the head is synonymous with the earth star chakra, which is above the head, above the crown. And it is representative of the universe. And the colors that represent the earth star chakra would be white, black, and also all colors uh, because black is the source and all, of, all other colors come out of blackness and the universe is black. And so uh, white and black, white meaning the light comes out of the darkness. And so they're both opposite polarities of one another, darkness and light. And this uh, balance of these energies of darkness and light, uh, light um, represents a movable piece, which is Amen Sphere Zero. And that is cor correlated with the crown chakra. I'm sorry, the Earth Star Chakra above the crown. Okay. The next would be Osir or the God, man or woman or the master. And that would correlate with the crown chakra at the top of the head where the soft spot is. And that... Um, particular faculty connects to Uranus, the planet Uranus, and those colors are white and purple. And that has to do with self-mastery, 
on on the earth. You know, you've mastered uh, the God self in the earth realm. Okay. Okay. So next, that would be uh, Sphere Two. Sphere Two correlates with the third eye, and that planet correlates with Jupiter. And uh, Jupiter represents divine wisdom, and the color is blue. And that particular uh, chakra is the third eye, the pineal gland, which is lent, uh, centered in the, in the center of the brain, um, right by the thalamus and the hypothalamus, I believe. Um, I have to do some more research on exactly how the pineal gland is centered, but this is where we receive downloads of higher consciousness. It's also where we receive our divine sight. There's a scripture in the Bible that says, if thine eye be whole, not thine eyes, but if thine eye be whole, then thy whole body is full of light. And that was what Christ was referring to. When the divine mind is open, the divine eye, the divine eyesight is open, then you see this life in a different perspective um, other than what's programmed into our consciousness through, you know, external resources. Okay, so that would be the third eye chakra that correlates with Jupiter and that is color blue and that correlates with divine wisdom uh, the throat chakra would be the next one and that is um, Seker Seker represents the planet Saturn and it also uh, vibrates with the color black because the spoken word is also a part of the universe in the beginning that was the first thing that God did was speak Actually, no, he moved. God moved. It was an analysis, and then there was movement of energy, and then there, were, then there was um, speaking. So actually, the first action was Heru, or the will. There was movement. There was action. There was force. There was life. And that would be Heru, which is the Christ energy, which is the sun. And that's why uh, in the beginning it said there was light. God said, let there be light. And so that was the first action, and the second action was they were actually synonymously working together. Light and word were working together. Um, but he did move upon the waters. If you want to look at the King James Version Bible, God, it says God moved upon the waters and hovered over the face of the deep. So there was action, a positioning, so to speak. Okay. And then he spoke and then there was light. Okay. So that correlated with Saturn the color black, and the spoken word, and the throat chakra. Okay, the next would be the heart chakra, and that is correlated with the planet Neptune. Neptune represents Ma'at, which is also the divine law, and that color is representative of green, such as the abundance of the earth. Uh, green is um, the color of money. You know, I don't think that that was a uh, mistake that the most money... Uh, has been colored, well, United States money has been cover, colored with green. Um, other other um, currencies are colored with other different um, different colored uh, current different colors for the currency. But I do believe that they do take science in perspective when they create these, um, you know, mediums of exchange. So again, uh, the heart chakra represents Neptune, the divine law, and that that color would be green. 
The next would be the solar plexus chakra, and that is the center of the stomach, solar plexus, solar, and so that represents the sun or the Christ energy, and that color is yellow, and it correlates with the divine will, um, okay, and that, that basically um, is why you hear in the Bible when it says uh, to do the will of God, you know, Christ came to do the will of God, meaning that submitting to the laws and operating as a little God in the earth, meaning operating as God in the earth, you know, following the laws that is synonymous with following the commandments, you know, understanding the laws, understanding how to operate in them. Um, and that correlates with, again, the solar plexus, which is the color yellow, and it is connected to the sun and divine will. The next one would be the reproductive chakra, and that is uh, correlate with Venus and Mercury. And this represents um, imagination and intelligence because we create through imagination and uh, the energy and the passion that we have comes out of desire. Desire comes from Venus, which is passion, and Mercury is the intelligence that we use. So depending on the wisdom that you have, which is the uh, third eye chakra, Jupiter, so your connection with Jupiter, the divine mind is going to determine how you will live your life um, of love and what type of intelligence will be guiding you and what type of decisions you'll be making. So that... Um, is going to be something that comes up out of your imagination and your intelligence and how intelligent you are and how you can apply divine wisdom to your life with your imagination to create a balanced, healthy, happy life. And so the last chakra would be the base or the root chakra. This is earth and this is the sexual region. This is the area where um, it's in between actually the anal, anal region and the reproductive area but it's uh the area where we're supposed to be grounding in earth it's like your stability and um yes you know being solid balanced um and that color is red so uh by that being red it correlates with the planet mars and that lets you know that karma is a very um pivotal factor as far as how we create and what we create and what we draw to ourselves and so um the planet Mercury uh, definitely has a lot to do with the base and root chakra and also Earth. So there you are. These are the correlates according to the chakras. Now I want you to get a pen and pad and write these down. Remember the colors. Remember the planets that correlate with them. Remember the faculties that correlate with them. And when you do your visualization, I want you to um, maybe make some flashcards and study and practice in your mind what the connections are when you visualize the planet Uranus and you visualize the planet Uranus again, Uranus for the universe and then Uranus for the mastery energy and then your, um, Jupiter for wisdom and Saturn for divine uh, word and then um, Ju I'm sorry I have to uh, revert back Uranus for the universe and Uranus for the mastery and Jupiter for divine wisdom and Saturn for divine word and um, Neptune for divine law and Mars for karma and the sun for the divine will and Venus for love and imagination and creativity 
and Mercury for intelligence and labeling of parts and learning and the moon for rebirth and transformation and yielding and controlling the self, controlling emotions, controlling action, the feminine energy. And lastly, Gab or Gaia, the earth energy manifesting in earth. These divine faculties of the mind of God or Christ and manifesting it into the earth realm, Gab, sphere 10. Okay, so that is a short brief on the colors so when you're doing the visualizations and i and i talked about how the planets will beam the energy into your being see those colored lights coming through those planets into those chakras okay so revert back to the visualization if you need to use the colors when you're doing the visualization although the planets are not the color of the energies that vibrate from them as far as frequency and trans, uh, transferring energy and, and thought, it's a different color than the planet itself, of course. But it still connects to our chakras, which actually connect to our spirit body, which connects to our ethereal body and our crystalline grid. Okay, um, we'll talk more about that later. But for now, I'm going to close this segment of the Comedic Science Channel, the Netaru and You. I hope you enjoyed and learned a lot and that you're able to apply these uh, practices to your own personal spiritual life. If you'd like to get in touch with me, you're welcome to contact me at thenetaruinyou at gmail.com. Um, and if you'd like to support this channel, you're welcome to uh, send a donation of any amount to paypal.me forward slash sister toffee. That's sister, T-A-U-F-I, at, uh, I'm sorry, um, it's paypal.me. And then it's forward slash sister toffee. And uh, yeah, any donations you give would help. Um, I do give chart readings um, to help you find out which netter is connected to your dominant mind consciousness. And which that means the faculty that you'll be working with to manifest what it is you're here to do in earth. Uh, and if you were interested in getting a chart done, uh, please email me and um, um, I will discuss... Um, with you via email um, how that can can happen um, I, I do it in the form of documents and also I can set up a visual uh, visual voice call um, by some uh, some means I don't really use them but um, I will make exceptions for those that are serious about learning and growing in this knowledge and um, yeah I hope to hear from you soon so that'll be all for now. I'm not quite sure what the next segment will be about, uh, but there will be two in particular that I'll be discussing, which are scriptures from the King James Version Bible that correlate with the Medu or the Metuneter on the walls of Egypt. So please stay, uh, stay in touch and uh, look for that next segment. And I'll also be discussing the Netaru individually in a more in-depth uh, program, okay? So that's all for now, and I do hope that you are feeling well and blessed and at peace, and I hope to speak with you soon and hope to hear from you soon. Again, my email is thenetaruinyou, T-H-E-N-T-R-U, at gmail.com. Okay, 
Bye for now. Take care. Thank you.